you there and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hello, Savvy Souls. Today, I want to talk about a topic that's a little bit more painful than what we usually talk about here, and that's about the feeling of not belonging. And I want to talk about it because it's something that so many of us feel and holds us back from being as big and as bold and as beautiful in the world as we could be. So I think it's really important. So I've been obsessing about an old painting that I destroyed a few years ago. I found a photo of it recently that I'd taken and uploaded onto my computer. And I took that photo at a time the painting was finished and I still loved it. The joyful spirit of the painting struck me. I felt a powerful, vibrant energy shoot up my body just looking at the painting. The bright golds and reds and coppers and oranges and magenta called me to dance with them. And then I remembered with a profound sense of sadness that this painting no longer exists anywhere in the world, except in my memory and in this photo I was looking at, just this one photo. Why? Because I'd taken that vibrant, happy work of art and smothered it in white paint until it was no more. Why the heck did I do that? Because I took something I'd created with love and decided all alone in my head that it was too weird. I decided all alone in my head that people wouldn't like it. And I, like any reigning king or queen, deemed it unworthy. I decided that painting didn't belong in the world. So I killed this painting, which was really, like all paintings are, just a beautiful, honest piece of me. Savvy souls, there's nothing more painful than deciding that part of us doesn't belong. Yet so many of us do that. And it's a really sad thing because we end up holding, withholding beautiful, vibrant, powerful parts of us just because of all the nasty things the critical voice inside our heads tells us is wrong with us. That voice tells us we need to belong and this thing about us is not belongable. We're so focused on fitting in. We make ourselves small. We make ourselves wrong. We dim our lights and that savvy souls is what I want you to not do to yourselves. I want to shift you from that feeling of not belonging to celebrating who you are. And I also do, before I launch into this episode, want to acknowledge that not belonging can come from the outside. It's not something that's just generated from us. Our feeling of not belonging can be fueled by our historical and political context from things as they are today and from things as they were in our family histories. 
So I do want to pause here to recognize that, honor that, and let you know that here I'm just talking about the belonging that we can create from the inside. You'd be surprised at how many people around you are secretly convinced that they don't belong. People on, on the outside appear to be so confident, so self-possessed, so attractive, and so surrounded by other people who seem to look up to them. One of the hardest things for us when we feel like we don't belong is our assumption that everyone else around us does belong. They don't feel on the outside like we do. And that's simply not true. Almost everyone I know has areas of their life where they feel like they don't belong. I recently got coached on this. I got coached on my feelings of shame from my conclusion that I don't belong in a particular context. So this is a really common place that my brain loves to take me to the I don't belong place. Now, my coaching intellectual brain knows that this is just a story I've told myself a thousand times, a thousand stories of not belonging. And every single time it happens, I'm convinced that this time it's actually true. It usually comes down to something like this. I decide I'm different in some unacceptable way. I don't belong in this new group of amazing people I've just met. No matter what they say or do, I take whatever they say or do as evidence that I don't belong. So I look at all the interactions and interpret them to mean that I don't belong. I feel ashamed and sad and rejected and disappointed and all of that stuff. And when I feel like that, I withdraw or I start trying too hard. I try to be more like them and I start acting kind of weird and artificial. And when I do that, even if then they make it clear that they like me now, I know that they're just liking the artificial part of me that I'm pretending to be to fit in. And so that still doesn't feel good because I know they don't like me, the, the real me. So I create kind of an artificial box of not belonging and I stay inside it. That is until I coach myself or get coached and come back out and say, oh my God, here's that story again. So this story I'm telling you, you might think, well, that's pretty vulnerable. Why am I willing to share this with you? And that's because I know most of you have areas where you feel like you don't belong. There's some of you that tend to feel that you belong everywhere and that's amazing, but so many of you don't. And this is really something that we don't talk about much because it is loaded with so much shame about ourselves, so much of a sense that there's something wrong with us. And we hope that if we can fix this wrong part of us, then we'll belong. And in the meantime, we keep it to ourselves. When I prepared for this episode, I went back and did that thing I like to do, that you've seen me do before, when I'm exploring a concept. I looked up definitions of belonging. Why do I do that? Because when we're telling ourselves we don't belong, it's helpful to understand the nuances and the layers of meaning of what we're really telling ourselves. I was surprised at the widely divergent definitions of what a personal sense of belonging really means. Together, these various definitions give us a sense 
of what we mean when we say I don't belong. It means I don't have the right personal or social qualities or proper qualifications to be a member of this particular group. It means this relationship doesn't feel secure to me. I'm not sufficiently similar to them to know or understand them really well, or for them to know or understand me really well. It means I have an unsatisfied yearning for connection with others. My human emotional need to affiliate with and be accepted by this group is not being met. In other words, not belonging means there's something wrong with me, some way I'm unacceptably different from everybody else. There's some way I'm deficient or damaged. A feeling of not belonging is really quite a big deal. It wears on us. A loss of belonging is associated with stress, illness, decreased well-being, and even depression. And that's why belongingness is just above physiological and safety needs on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It rates pretty up there in our general human needs. Not belonging can run deep. It's something we may carry with us from childhood. It can be an almost automatic reaction to a new social situation, especially certain kinds of situations where we felt like we didn't belong before. We tried to belong and we got rejected, or we tried to belong and we assumed we were being rejected. When we're children and this happens, it can be so painful because it's our first realization that something's wrong with us. As children, we're desperate to belong and know we're all right. We need to belong to feel safe. When we get older, we tend to generalize our past experiences of not belonging. We scan each new situation for evidence that we don't belong. Just like when we buy a red car and the highways and roads suddenly seem populated by red cars, we see evidence of not belonging everywhere. So savvy souls, if you can relate to any of this, let's explore what we can do with it. We can start by doing some of the things I talked about in the episode last week. We can start noticing we're thinking we don't belong. We can feel into the emotions this brings us, the sadness or shame or disappointment or rejection. Then we can allow those feelings and sensations in our body and listen to what the feelings want to tell us. And we can have kindness and compassion for that part of us that's convinced we don't belong. But we can also take this a bit further too than what I talked about last week. When I got coached last week on my feeling of not belonging, my coach said, Heather, what if it's okay to not belong? In other words, what if I don't try to gather evidence that I do belong? and decide instead I don't need to belong. Decide instead that I cannot belong and still be connected. My mind had to do a few somersaults with that one. I had to ask her to repeat the question. That's what often happens when we get coached or when I'm coaching somebody in a new way of thinking gets asked something we haven't thought about before. There's kind of this pause before everything clicks in. My first reaction was, isn't belonging necessary for connection? Aren't they kind of the same? So this brings me back 
to the definitions of belonging. Not belonging is me focusing on the difference between me and the members of another group. It's me focusing on them in my mind and not accepting me as I am. And then I had this epiphany. As humans, we all seek belonging. And there's two ways of doing this. We can try to find it in others. And when we do that, we give them, the others, all the people that we're thinking about that we don't belong with, we're giving them the power to tell us if we belong or not. Alternatively, we can find belonging in ourselves. We can decide we always belong because if we belong to ourselves, we carry that spirit of belonging everywhere we go. We no longer need to seek belonging. We are belonging. We are the essence of belonging. I think this need to belong is why I love nature so much. Nature reminds me that we all do belong, that we're part of all of it, that we're meant to be here and we belong to the world. Just as the fish belong to the sea and the clouds in the sky, the trees in the forest, we belong here too. And I think that's why when we look up at the starry skies at night, there's that feeling of contentment and well-being and belongingness because we know that we're meant to be here. So how do we find the belonging inside of us? It starts with us owning our own brokenness or to put it in another way, deciding nothing about us is broken. All parts of our personality, our loudness or quietness, our extroversion, our wanting to be alone, our quick wit or slow reflection, our ambition, or our contentment with the way things are, our emotional state, our illnesses, our health, our physical appearance, our accomplishments, our struggles, it's all okay. We get to love and accept all of it and have all of it be part of the belongingness of us. So I'm reading this book right now by Marie Hennen, Nothing But the Truth. Marie's a well-known Canadian defense lawyer. And in one chapter, she talks about how she's always been told that she's too hard. She's received lots of advice that, especially as a woman, she should be softer. But she says, you know, honestly, empathy and softness doesn't come naturally to me. And she's okay with all of it. If she wasn't hard in the way she is, she'd be a different person in a different profession, leading a different life, instead of being in the middle of the exact life she loves right now. Being hard is part of who she is. She doesn't need to change that to belong. And so like Marie, I want you to rethink why the things you think are bad about you, broken about you, wrong about you, are things that you can be proud to own, the things that you can love to own. You can think about why more parts of you are beautiful, how they're an essential part of you, a part of you you can honor, a part of you that you can love. When we have our own backs and decide we belong to ourselves, we can also decide we don't need to belong. We don't need to belong to any group, 
if that requires us to give up a piece of us, we can stop second guessing ourselves. We can stop trying to fix our brokenness. We can find the places we belong with no conditions. We can deliberately make choices that allow us to have more of that. We can be human without trying to mold ourselves into anyone's particular construction of who we should be. The closer we are to loving ourselves unconditionally to belonging to ourselves, the more we'll naturally attract people around us who reflect that back to us and will love us for who we are. And the more we'll be able to love the people around us because when we love ourselves, when we feel like we belong, we can create the belonging for others. And that, savvy souls, is the kind of life I want most for you. So I hope if you, like me, have trouble um, with this thought, it's recurring, I don't belong kind of thought, or even if it's just something that you occasionally think in certain circumstances, I want you to remember this episode when you hear it and go back and reflect on how you do belong and you always get to belong to yourself. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you benefited from that. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you would share it with a family member or a friend or somebody you meet in the bar or for coffee they bring up this idea of not belonging or anything else I've talked about in any other episode you think they might benefit from. I would love to get this podcast out to more people to be able to help more people because that's why I create it from my heart and talk about vulnerable things that some, so many of you think just happen in your minds and actually happen for all of us. We, my friends, all belong together. Love you guys. See you next time. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.